Hey everybody, welcome back to Arcade Cozy, the coziest game room on the internet. My name is Chris. My name is Corey. And brought to you by uh, the internet, apparently, we um, are finally here after... <laughs> we finally did just it. Tech, yeah, we... Um, you guys, fortunately, don't have to live through this. You just get a sweet old episode right up in your ears. But yeah, we... Um, had the most technical of technical issues. Um, just trying to get this had. started. Yeah. 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 Um, not to mention last week, like my audio was kind of ass. Like it took a, I, and I don't know why I, I don't even know why. Like I, I had to go in and tweak and do all this kind of, who even knows? Like the internet is weird. It's a weird thing. Computer. Yeah, it's yeah, it it has to do a lot with my <laughs> eight-year-old computer <laughs> that I record this on. Um, I would really I I would you know, they they uh showed off those new M2 MacBook Pros. Mm, yes, I, I did I see could, that. I could go for one of those. I could get behind one of those. <laughs> Apple's I like could, a I could Please, go for one you. of those. Um yeah, it's uh, who even knows, but we're here. We're doing it. Um, we made it. Yeah, we made it. We're we're here uh, late at night after a long, long week of busy adult things. <laughs> and we're, uh, yeah, we've been playing things, Corey. Um, I, get, I guess like a thing. A thing. Well, uh, let, me, let me start off briefly by saying I finished Yakuza Kiwami. Um, oh, nice. I'm almost yeah. done with Yakuza Kiwami. So okay. maybe next um, week. Yeah, we get into or do a spoiler episode on it. Yeah, we could. We, um, I think the ending, like, which isn't like really a hot take because Yakuza games, like, the ending, I feel like in most of them is just super good. Like, it's yeah, very emotional and it's a lot of like, you know, shirtless dudes beating the crap out of each other to like orchestral music. And, you know, it's just like yeah. this whole thing. Um, and, but like the the ending was super strong and it like it really made me I mean to be honest like having played um like a dragon like there was a part of me that was just like eh you know I kind of just want to see Ichiban's thing like I'm fine yeah. not really seeing Kiryu's whole story but like I played through Kiwami and I was like okay I want to know the trajectory here I want to know yeah, like- Kiryu's whole whole yeah. stuff I want to know how he gets there. And so like it really, even though Kwame is like really rough around the edges in some parts, like there were a lot of like that whole, that whole story is just like, I mean, it slaps, it just goes and it's, it was really good. Um, so yeah, I'm, I'm definitely going to pick up Kwame too. And uh, fortunately, I mean, a lot of the Yakuza games are right there in old middle middle PlayStation plus tier there that you can just play at your leisure. Yeah. I think all of them are. Um, yep. so I'm pumped for it. I'm on chapter eight or nine. Okay. Um, I know there's 13, so I'm like right at the end. Um, I got into, we'll talk about it in a bit, but fire them engaged took yep. up a, a ton of my time this week, but I'm going to jump back to Kiwami to wrap it up. Yeah, um, in, the, in the coming days, I believe. Fortunately, those last few chapters are pretty breezy. 
Um, like they're pretty, yeah, that's what I was. just kind of like, boom, 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 boom. Like you're just kind of doing this thing. So yeah, you should probably get through it pretty quickly. Um, I did a little bit of the extra side stuff. Like I did the whole, um, car derby car mm-hmm. yep. mini game stuff. I did a little bit of the, the booby bug lady cards. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <Which are a> little, <laughs> um, I did some of that, but then I was like, eh, I, am I going to keep like, really, what am I going to, yeah. what am I going to accomplish here? <laughs> I, I, will, I will say with the Kwame, very rough around the edges and, and compared to like a dragon, it feels like almost completely different yeah. game, but the ethos and pathos of it is still there. Yeah. And I can yeah. see. Like there's these like little wacky mini games and this yeah. that doesn't really give you a ton of emphasis or direction to go. It's just kind of like they're there. Yeah. And when like you do them, you're like, what even is this compared to like a dragon where right. they almost they're not central or integral to the story. Yeah. But they're so well done that yeah. when you come across them, you can't help but continue to play them. While in Kwame, I'm just kind of like. This is kind of ridiculous. I'm, I'm gonna yeah, give it, I'm going to give it a go, and then I think I'm done. Well, and I'm I'm curious. Like it honestly kind of makes me because in Yakuza Zero, if I remember correctly, there was like an un, so like the underground coliseum that you find where you yeah. yourself Kiryu can fight in it. Um, there's like <laughs> there's like an underground coliseum where you can bet on like half naked women who are fighting. Oh wow. <laughs> And so like the whole, the whole insect card game is like a, it, it's basically like, I think that thing in Yakuza zero was like based on this. Cause it's very similar. Yeah. Um, and so now I'm wondering if that is a running theme through all of Kiryu saga. Like if there is some like scantily clad women, mini game, like of them fighting each other. <laughs> All of his Yakuza games. Um, it is which, a product of its time, for sure, it when it comes yeah. to, to video games. Well, and it's also a product of, like, where it comes from. Because they're, they're, a little bit, <laughs> they're a little bit more, like, I'm not saying into that, but, like, it's a, it's a little bit more of, like, a cultural, like, yeah. there's more cultural roots in some of some of that stuff. Yes. I guess potentially, I don't know. Don't uh, please. <laughs> don't <laughs> no. Um, I'm just trying to explain it away. Um, no, you're good. But yeah, also speaking to, um, Yakuza or like a dragon Ishin. I think they, I think I started seeing some previews come out about that and people yeah, have been next week, week after. No, comes out in February. I think, doesn't it? February is next week. No, it isn't. Yes, it is. <laughs> it's this week, actually. <laughs> it's not. Oh, it is. Uh, when does Ishin come out, then? Is it next week? <laughs> no, okay, so February 22nd. Oh, okay, so... No, wait, that's when the original came out. When does this one come out? When does this one come out? Hold on. Hold, Hold on. on. Like a dragon. to be released. Okay, February 21st. Okay. Okay, so yeah, later in the month. (laughs) But you are right, next week is February. Yeah. (laughs) Much to my chagrin. Um, 
but yeah, I mean, people are at least the previews on her, and people are like, this is like Yakuza's Red Dead, and like having like just really cool things to say about it. And they're saying like, yeah, it's there's like some really serious stuff, but it's also still pretty silly, and it's got guns and. <laughs> I'm pretty yeah. pumped, man. I'm excited yeah. for it. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm excited. That's coming. Octopath Two is coming as well. Uh, I think they just might drop on the same day. Um, yeah, I'm not sure. I think they might be about a week apart, but um, yeah, it's all it's all in there. Who even knows? Um, Octopath Two comes out February 24th, so three days later. Okay. Okay. Yep. So, um, pretty so cool. yeah. Who even knows? But um, yeah, Corey, um, before we get into Fire Emblem Engage, I know we're just kind of we're, we're we just like stumbled all our way down this yeah. path. But um, did you watch the Xbox? Uh, I think it's like Xbox Bethesda, Microsoft Bethesda Developer Showcase Supreme Olay. I did not. I, I- I did not I didn't even realize it had happened until you asked me, and <laughs> the answer is no. no. I did see uh, Hi-Fi Rush came out of it, though, because everyone is talking about it. Yeah. Um, yeah, I didn't watch it either. Um, I think I had heard that it was happening, and then it ended up being, like, really... Like, I think it was only, like, it was, like, 40 minutes, and they showed, like five games um i think one of which was elder scrolls online um which they you know was the thing that's existed and been out for a long time um but yeah i mean the hi-fi rush was something that was shown off which was actually like not only shown off but was released like revealed and then also released and also by the people who make the evil within and ghostwire tokyo like yeah the horror, like some of the more seminal kind of like Japanese horror developers, they make this like sunset overdrive slash jet set radio action music rhythm yeah. fighting game. It looks um, sick. It does. It looks really cool. And the stuff about it, we haven't played it yet. Um, I will. Um, soon. Yes, you will. I, 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 will yeah, I will be able to. Um, but it, uh, it looks really cool. And honestly, like it makes me excited. The fact that like Microsoft is like as bummed as some people are that it's like, or that Microsoft isn't putting out the big hits, you know, with their fable and they're missing the mark on halo and Starfield and whatever. It's like, yeah, but at the same time, they're like, tell they're, they're telling, you know, these seminal horror developers or big RPG developers. Yeah. You can make a 16th century RPG set in Bavaria. You can make a rhythm, a cell shaded rhythm game. Go ahead, do it. We don't care. And like, it makes me excited because legitimately it's like, okay, well, like I'm interested. Like even if they're big tentpole games are potentially lacking or don't exist at all. It's like, if they're allowing some of these developers to just take big risks because they're big game pass releases anyway, then why not? Um, so that was kind of cool. I mean, that was kind of the big 
theme that came out of it. I mean, Redfall also got a release date, which yeah. um, I'm no less or no more excited for than I was before. Um, it's the co-op vampire uh, game by people what made Dishonored and yeah. like that in and of itself, the vampire and Dishonored and all of that would be enough to sell me, but enough people are kind of like suspicious that it just looks like left for dead that I'm not super hyped about it. Um, so I don't know what to think, but most people kind of came away from that, at least from what I saw that they were like, yeah, it's it. I still feel about the it same. Exist. <laughs> right. Yeah. I, feel what I did before about Redfall and continue to, but it comes out in May now. So I think it mm-hmm. like, I think it's like a couple of weeks before tears of the kingdom. So good for them. Yeah. It's one of those things where it's like this year, I feel like is going to be, unless there's like surprise hits, like hi-fi rush where it's like, Hey, this, this is dropping today. People go check it out. And they're like, wait, this rules. Um, I imagine there'll be a couple of those this year's, but like the big release, like a Redfall or something like that. I don't, I don't even know if I classify that as a big release, but something then that is being marketed as a bigger release is going to fall behind, in my yeah. opinion, this year with like these gargantuan titles that are going to be coming, especially with Tears of the Kingdom in May, Final Fantasy 16 in June. It's like, I don't think anyone, and I don't mean this in a bad way, to Redfall, it's kind of one of those things where it's just like you're suffering from the release schedule. And it's like, you might release a banger, but with what's coming around it, it's going to be tough to get traction or maybe maybe excitement levels for it. I don't know can get up compared to what's already there. Yeah. Which is unfortunate. Yeah. And... And I guess that's the positive thing with Game Pass in general is that they can afford true, true. for that. I mean, I don't I don't know what their whole financial breakdown with it is, but like they can take the risks and they can have potentially some stinkers because like, yeah, I mean, maybe it doesn't make game busters, but you know, if it convinces a group of people to like, hey, we're going to stick around in this and like pay for game pass another month so that we can play this co-op game together and you know, whatever, like, you know, it may end up being worthwhile on their end. I don't know. Um, so who knows? I mean, I hope it turns out to be great. That'd be cool. But I, who, who, who even knows at that point? Plus at that point, I mean, my mind isn't on Redfall. I don't think my mind's on. No. Tears of the Kingdom. So, <laughs> yeah, no, <laughs> unfortunately, but you know that's that's gonna be where it is. But yeah, um, but no the the big the big Kahuna of the week. Um, a new Fire Emblem released exists. We have it. We've played it. You've played yes. it, Corey. How much yes. have you played of it, Corey? Uh, cozy engage um i i've been waiting to say that um (laughs) i have played probably 19 hours uh, 20 hours um i'm and so i what what chapter is that ish i'm on chapter 13 now okay Okay. Um, i'm on chapter nine so okay I'm, i'm behind you in that regard but gosh i would be much farther 
besides the fact that I restarted the game about five chapters in. Yeah. Um, but no, Fire Emblem Engage. Let's. This is the follow up to Fire Emblem Three Houses, um, which is arguably, you know, probably a top five Switch game um, uh-huh. out there. Um, one of the best uh, RPGs, in my opinion, that you can find. And um, and just to be clear, not follow up in the sense that it's a sequel. It's a direct sequel, a, but it's it a, is the like next Fire Emblem game. Yeah, Fire where Emblem the does. previous one was Three Houses, similar to like Final Fantasy. Uh, it is a anthology series, right. um, and this one is kind of a Fire Emblem Engage is a celebration of Fire Emblem games as it is bringing in previous main title characters um and calling them emblems um right. we'll we'll get into what that looks like in a little bit but fire emblem engage so far um is a true tactical jrpg that focuses on the weapon triangle of Axe, well, sword beats axe, axe beats spear, spear beats sword, with a couple of variations in there, and it follows a nonsensical story um, throughout as you kind of build a army, tactical army, to in- take on different maps and scenarios. I feel like that's the the gist of the of the game. It's a grid based map, turn base, turn base where your side goes, their side goes, so on and so forth. Um, yes. Yeah. Um, and, and I was, sorry. I was go ahead. Saying, I'm sorry. really digging it. I'm, re- I'm really enjoying it, but floor is yours. Yeah. I mean, it is very, so you, your fire emblem experience largely was relegated three houses. to three houses. Um, I'm not, it's not like I'm super robust, but I've had a little bit more. Like I played, um, the Game Boy Advance games whenever I was younger. I've played um, Awakening and uh, Shadows of Valentia. And, you know, I've played a little bit yeah. more. Um, and it is a, like, it is a strange thing because, like, three, I think the expectation was when they made three houses, this was going to kind of be the direction. Like, it was going to be, yeah. they were going to really expand on we're going to have this big like branching thing and it's going to be a lot more digging into these like relationships and characters and having this kind of like more thing. And Fire Emblem's always been characters and stuff like that. Like that's always been their whole thing is you're romancing your, your like team members and they're like in awakening, they're having babies and you're using those babies to fight other babies and um all this stuff and it's very like are you okay are you being robbed (laughs) no you're good you're good keep going i just didn't want to keep talking if you were going to be like stabbed in the side of the neck no you're good um but it's fire emblem engaged like at least from my perspective like somebody who came in from three houses it may seem like oh this is this is a huge departure. Like this is very different from three houses. Like it's significantly, there's less choice or there's less of the, um, social element or things like that 
to me, having played other Fire Emblem games, like it seems pretty on par. Like this is kind of kind of par for the course. Like it is a little bit more streamlined of an experience. And there is there hasn't ever been as much of the robust, like we're gonna go get tea and we're gonna go like have meals together and we're gonna do all the stuff that there was in three houses. Um so like in that perspective, like I'm I'm playing it and it does in general feel like feel feel very much more like a like a fire emblem like a fire emblem awakening or something like that than it did fire emblem three houses um which can be good can be get bad depending on what you liked the most about three houses um if you like the tactic stuff that's all there if you preferred the like branching all the branching paths and stories and getting to know these students and going to get tea with them and pairing them up to go have classes together. That's less there, but you know. Yeah. And I think for me, it has been jarring going from three houses to engage because three houses is all I knew. Um, and again, like you're saying, it is like a big character study. It's a narrative driven story. It's four games and one really. Um, there are four separate main path that, paths that you can follow that are all an entire game. Granted, all their first halves are fairly identical, um, with all their second halves being all extremely different. Right. And to be able to, I mean, I played that game through fully twice. Um, didn't make it through the end of my Blue Lions run. I want to, this playing engage has made me really want to go back and finish that blue lions run um in three houses that's one of the houses um that you can pick that you follow that storyline um and i think going from a game that was so focused on the characters its narrative and still had decent combat though not i wouldn't say it was focused on that it was more focused on development and like Real, like, what does it mean? Like, you being a mentor in these characters' lives to engage is now there is basically zero story, it is all tactics, and it is all like your um creative and strategic thinking of how to get through, like, essentially just the combat. Um, and so it's been a big shift. I will say, I do, and I found the combat like extremely engaging far more difficult oh have you found it extremely engaging gory <laughs> yes i think that's the <laughs> pun i made um in our in our little uh, show notes um but no i i do like the engage l- let's talk a little bit more on uh the combat because it, it's a general grid-based tactics game similar to like how triangle strategy was uh tactics ogre xyz i think it's a gimmick or like it's um like tool that it does well in this game is the engage feature where you now engage with a emblem which are previous leads from fire emblem games and so you have Instead of Marth, it's Emblem Marth, who introduces himself as Emblem Marth. Um, yeah. We'll get into, like again, how just like nothing the story is. 
Um, but you can mix and match these emblems with different characters. And over time, um, well, when you match, you have this engage feature where you all of a sudden you essentially um, like Super Saiyan, like fusion yep. with them and you take on their abilities, um, which essentially just turns you into a monster on the battlefield. Um, truly like changes the entire landscape of like potentially corridor of the battlefield by just using the engage. And over time, the more time your character spends with that emblem, they bond and you can essentially like inherit their skills without having to use the ring. And I have found like the mixing and matching of that to be again, puns intended, incredibly engaging of, I can take this cavalry unit um, emblem and attach it to my tank to yep. essentially turn him into a mobile tank instead yep. of him being able to go like three square like three um, squares of movement around this man is now getting like six to eight yep. just for funds and he is just an absolute unit plus Truly. he attacks and then he's having the option to then move he a can little move bit again. more <laughs> Yeah, he can move again <laughs> even after he attacks. No one can yep. really even hit him either yep. Yep. because he has just a gargantuan shield and only like two different enemies can touch him. Yeah. And now I'm like, okay, Lucas, my big beefy boy, I'm putting you on the right side of the math. I expect you to kill everything and I'll see you <laughs> when we all make it back to the middle. Yep. And that's kind of like... All right, you go do your thing, you slaughter everyone, and you'll meet back up in the middle. Um, but after a while, I'm like, okay, he has all of his skills. What can I now move this cavalry unit to? Oh, my healer. Um, I need her to be able to get around the map better because she has decent movement. But if I can like up this a bit more, I can now take a couple bit more risk with some of my weaker characters of maybe cheating them up more because my, I now have just like a ambulance running around the map of you can now make it all the way here, heal them up, like top them off and good to go. Or, and then next round, this person I have up here is now taking their hit. Now they can move all the way up. And it's been this essentially just like Sudoku puzzle. I've been putting together in my head of like, okay, what is the best? Like, how do I get the most out? of this going forward and it has been so fun to like just play around with like these different builds essentially and these different uh pairs together uh, with the team and allow like see how that's going to work out the only thing i i would say i haven't changed too much um is your main character the divine dragon divine dragon um (laughs) Who I just left oh named. Oh my god, the divine dragon. Oh my god, it's the divine dragon. Um, <laughs> I, I'm the divine dragon. You're the divine dragon. Um, I am the divine dragon. That is that is a full-on conversation in the yep, game. Yep. Uh, that happens multiple beat. times. <laughs> that happens too many times. Um, but you are initially paired with Emblem Marth. Yep. Who has kind of been promoted the most in the game, but it's the one that kind of makes the most sense because it does turn you into a absolute like 
murder machine. Um, and uh, yeah, they generally give each emblem with new party members that come in. Um, bar one, it kind of lets you choose where you want them to go. For the most most of the time, they match up pretty well. But I would say with your main character and Marth, it is a match made in heaven. Of I I boosted him all the way up and can solo anything and everything and doesn't take a lick of damage because it boosts his avoid up so much and you can strike so many times that it was just foolish not to keep that pairing together. Yeah. But everything else was kind of like, I can like where you're initially at makes sense, but it'd be a lot funner if I did it over here just to see what happens. Um, yeah. Have you, um, have you been, have you changed classes or had the chance to change classes at all yet? I have. I, it's very confusing and we can get in, let's, we can get into the weeds of what the game doesn't do well, um, here. Cause it doesn't really tell you at all about, it took me forever to figure out how to change classes and like okay. how to do that. Um, and and that's that's the thing I haven't yet, and like I feel because typically in like a fire emblem, you can usually I think it depends on the game, but most of the time it's like once your character hit level hits level ten, they are eligible for some level of like promotion to yep. like some in like a tree form where it's like oh you're you're like an axe user. So you could be like this, like really strong axe user, or maybe like more of a dexterity axe user. Who's like a little bit like faster, but not as like heavier. Or maybe you want to be like on a dragon while you're an axe user, you know, stuff like that. Um, and it all kind of differs, but like, um, yeah, I mean, kind of bringing into that point, just like, I don't want to like, I don't want to, be too deep into that but that is one of the big negatives about it is that like there's a lot of stuff that is legitimately just buried like i think that yes. that was one thing that three houses really did well in its school environment quote unquote is that there mm-hmm. was like an excuse for there to be somebody in the world like even if you couldn't rem- like you could find it in the menu but it was like there was somebody in the world who also was prompting you to like hey i'm the trainer guy do you want me to like train your people to maybe be a different class? And it's like, yeah, I would love that. And then you didn't have to go searching through a menu. You could just run into the dude and he would do it. Like you could. And well, that was then three enter hopes the, that it was like that. Was it three hopes? I mean, yeah. but even, I mean, both of those three hopes, three houses. I mean, they yeah. had stuff like that where it was like, there was more stuff in the world that was actively like, getting you to that place and with um engage it very much is like getting into bond conversations or getting into like some of the different stuff it's just a it's a lot more buried and in some ways it's not even buried in a way that would potentially make sense it's buried in like like in sub menus of other things so that is the thing is like i've kind of I've I've kind of been in a position where I'm like, maybe I can change classes, but I'm honestly not sure because I figured it would tell me at some point that I could. No, um, it never does. Um, <laughs> I, so 
if you're in chapter nine, you have seals now too. Yeah, I have, change a, classes. I have a few seals. You, so it took me forever. To, I, I stumbled on it by accident. You have to go into inventory, you yeah. select your character, and then at the bottom it should offer you the option to change class. Okay. Never tells you how to do this, and yeah. I it, it's ridiculous that it doesn't. It just uh, tells but, you whenever you get a seal, like, hey, yeah. once you have a seal, characters can change classes, and it's like, oh. How how can I do right that? Now? The game's like, or- well, I don't know. Figure it out. <laughs> um, so it has, and so let's talk about again three houses that where it does it well. Where you are, you're the main character as a teacher, as a professor, and at similar, you're building your army like an engage. But instead, it's okay. Here's the student. They're a good swordsman. I can see all their stats and all their other. And all the other technical like abilities that they can learn, and I can choose how I want them to grow from here. Right. And then each month, because it's a persona style, which I think works so much, that calendar system works so well, they can take an exam to then become this next class that where you have trained them. Um, right. And it's a very like, <laughs> like, a plus B, like plus C, will get you to D. Yeah. Like it's yeah. very like streamlined. Like you see the whole path before you. Where engage is there's two different types of seals, quote unquote, that you get when it comes to changing classes. It's your character gets to level 10. I can take, I can now use a master seal to take them to an advanced class. Right. And then from there, once they reach level 10 again or level 20, I can use a second sealed seal to essentially prestige them where they yep. will now keep all of their stats and they just start back over at level one in that class and work their way back up. And the game gotcha. never explains the difference between the seals. It never tells you how to go and change classes. <laughs> it doesn't give you a good, it gives you kind of a breakdown of the character's skills, but never a real way to grow their skills in other areas. And all of it, I'm just like, this is just like, poorly done and i think in a game for fire emblem where it gets the tactics very right it gets the maps very right i think it gets like the unit styles very right it so much of the stuff where it excelled and exceeded in three houses which is arguably not arguably it is their best selling fire emblem game it is probably their most loved fire emblem game just none of that's there in this. It's yeah. buried in menus. There's it's tough to and difficult to find out like how to do the things that were so well done before. I'm just like, did is there like there has to be two different teams here and y'all just have to hate each other because like so much of the good is just non-existent now. It's just gone. We're just not yeah. even cared to be there. Um, and it could also be like a design philosophy of so because I mean like games like I've never gotten into them but like Monster Hunter games are notorious yeah. for like being very obtuse in a lot of its like explanation of systems and stuff and there there could be like some sort of design logic there that it comes from um, but yeah I I mean the 
And I think that 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 is the thing of it. Like the entire reason I started down the the path with the classes and everything is like there is a note whenever you first get a seal that it talks about like, oh, you can get secondary seals that will let you change people to classes that are not related to what they are now. So theoretically, like, you know, your healer could then become like an axe wielder or something. And so like the the thing with that being because like the emblems are set up very much in being like they they have cool skills, but by and large, like they are providing large stat boosts in in major ways where like Martha's very like Martha's an agile swordsman. So he's beneficial to swordsmen, but he's like beneficial more in like you can dodge better and you can like get in more hits. Whereas like there's another emblem later that's more about like increasing like he can't dodge as well, but has a little bit higher defense and like more strength, but is still sword focused. And there's and so whenever you're pairing them up, it is a really interesting thing to go through and be like, okay, like I have this character who's like they're missing a lot. Maybe if I paired him up with this emblem and raised his hit percentage, like he could, he could really do some damage. And then you think about all of that on top of, okay, well, what if I took, what if I took my mage and now he's a spear person, but Mm -hmm. now like I also give him an emblem that allows him to heal. And like, (laughs) Just the just the number of like strategies that can come into it. And I think that that is the I think that that's the big takeaway from it is like in a way, because like with Fire Emblem games in general, like I love the strategy of it. But it definitely is a thing where I feel like as you get further along and maybe it gets like this, too, like as you get further along and you unlock all the advanced classes and stuff, it very much is like. It, you know what you're doing. There yeah. isn't a whole lot of like experimentation. It's very much like, okay, like I'm going to throw out my big, my big boys in all of their big classes and stuff. And like, we're just going to go like, I'm not really struggling in any huge way. I mean, maybe just damage wise and number wise, but like, you know, whenever it comes to like your class choice, you're pretty set on your people. And it yeah. feels like with this, like, there's a lot more opportunity for experimentation and a lot more opportunity for like really fine tuning your strategies. And the downside of that is because some of that stuff is a little like obfuscated. It, it potentially means that you don't figure out some of this stuff as easily, (laughs) you know, you're having to like, you're missing out on some of these cool menus or some of like, or some of these cool systems and stuff just because it's buried and you never learned about it. And so it definitely is one of those things where it feels in some ways feels like a, a fire emblem game that is best played. If you've played a fire emblem game before and you're like, okay, I know I should be able to advance my class right now. Why maybe I need to figure this out or I know I should be like, I should have an opportunity to advance this bond with this person. Like I usually would. Yep. Why can't I like, let me figure this out. And so like, I feel like if you go into it, having never played a fire emblem game, there's a lot of stuff you will miss potentially. Um, So it is kind of a, like, it's a weird thing to see, especially after three houses that like, 
three houses, I feel like was such an, like a opening, like a, just a gate for so many people to come into the series for to not just continue along that path. Um, and to some extent, like I think there's a positive in that, that it's not just like a carbon cause it could have just been another carbon copy of three houses and like a worse version maybe. Um, but the fact that like, you know, they're, they're still, I mean, call it a gimmick or not. Like I think the engage or the emblem stuff is cool. And I think really switches up a lot of things and really allows you to like flesh out some of these characters. Like you said, like take your tank make them super mobile like just see how far that strategy gets you until oh, well so, you know so with that i did that and then there's a uh with the tank specifically there's the mage class that allows you to teleport anywhere on the map that's near an enemy and mm-hmm. you can do a magic strike and i've done that with him so i've turned him into a like absolute race car that i can put on the other end of the map that yep. again is just going to slaughter everyone in sight <laughs> as I move the rest of my army like in place. Drop in like a like a yeah. rocket ship. Into- yeah, it's, it's like he's doing a halo jump essentially, yep. and the enemy's like, "What?" And <laughs> like, and it's just Lucas with like eyes closed, light smile, just "Hey there, time to die." Yeah. <laughs> it's tea also, time. You- you keep saying Lucas. His name's Louie. Well, I, I hope everybody's aware. His name's Louie. <laughs> yeah, it is. Maybe, Louis. maybe Lewis if you're uncultured, but never Lucas. Yeah, it is what it is. <laughs> I, he, he's Lucas to me. <laughs> he's st- a, he's he's still a he's a pure child. And yeah, yeah, he is a pure child. Yeah, um, who loves tea? They all yeah, love he does tea. love tea. And and speaking of that, I mean like. I know that a lot of people have dunked on that aspect of it, As but the, um, don't don't it, don't don't give them credit here, Chris. Well, um, yeah, I mean, like a lot of the one note characterization one of note. characters, which like the only credit I'm giving is that like it's not it's not like it isn't how Fire Emblem games often are. I think it's in Con- contrast to how three houses felt more fleshed out and you were getting to know these characters in more intimate ways that it feels like such a step backwards. And I agree, like why take such a step backwards yeah. in that regard? But when I think about like older fire emblem games, it's like, yeah, they, this is about how these characters were. They were very like, there was your muscly guy who only talked about muscly oh, sure things. On. Right. And hey, he likes to read. Yeah. He likes to read. Yeah. Well, and honestly, I was talking more about Etier, the archer girl oh, yeah. who yeah. she's very she's, into muscles and she, only she into a, muscles. She is a um a muscular woman. Yeah. Sort of. Um Boucheron has like he, he has a little bit more depth. Like he has some yep. reading and he's a little emotional and stuff, but, um, but yeah, I mean like it, I, I mean, I'm interested in what's going to happen. Like I'm interested in some of the, the arc of things, but it's definitely not like a, an incredibly compelling story. It's not the, it's no. not the reason that I'm clocking in. Um, it's, you know, fire emblem, fire emblem is just good tactics, combat, at its yeah. finest and um 
And that, I mean, that's, that's what it is. Like, I'm, I'm happy with that. I, I said it before and I'll say it again. Like I would much rather it be a really good tactics game with a not incredible story than the other way around. So I think I differed there. Um, but again, really? like well, three houses, <laughs> three houses was, was the only thing I've known. And yeah. the more like we've taught and the more like research I've done also into Fire Emblem General, like three houses is the exception. It is not the rule. Um, yeah. I engage is very much in line with what Fire Emblem has always done. Three houses kind of, from what I was reading, it was almost going to just be like their swan song. And then it did yeah. so well that they're like, oh, we'll make more Fire Emblem. And that's exactly what they did. Yeah. Um, and when I think three houses, though, like three houses had good combat and good tactics. I guess I mean more in the sense of like, would I rather it be, I would rather it be like a good tactics game and that be the best thing about it than it basically be like a visual novel, you know, like, you know, three houses, three houses still had good combat, like still was very good. Like it missed some of that. Like I kind of wished, you know, they got rid of the weapon triangle and stuff and three houses and they differed in some ways there. Um, but it, it still was, it had a, it had a very compelling story, but it still also had very good combat as well. So yeah, with three houses, the tactics was, you didn't have to really plan out your units. It was like, what, who are my favorite characters that I want to bring to the battle with me while engaged so far? I will say the amount of unit selection you have is overwhelming. Um, In chapter 13 now, I think I'm sitting at like 20 different units I can choose. And sometimes you can only take eight into battle. Yeah. But I mean, there's plenty of times where I will look at the map going into the fight. I'm like, oh, there's a lot of flying enemies. I need need two archers. Like I have to bring both. Um, There's not a ton of spears. Um, so I don't really need a lot of axes. Um, and like I, I am mixing and matching my units a ton. Um, yeah. again, where compared to three houses, it was just, well, Felix is my best and he's my boy. So I'm bringing him yeah. and got to bring Ignatz. Yeah. And it's anyway. <laughs> Um, I I liked Ignatz a lot. I brought him into he had good character growth into everything. <laughs> he had good. He, had he was very a good character growth. Uh, Felix is my bam. Yeah. Talk about I would just like have him just go around the map and the rest of my units would just wait. Epitome of the strat. Yeah. Um. But no. Like seriously, the I feel like we've dunked on it a little bit. It is a, an exceptional tactics and combat game. Like. I've had so much fun with that aspect of it. Um, I'm excited. It so where you're at, you're chapter nine. Um, the game, I don't want to spoil it, but it like it it, it brings a new fold into it. That's a, a wrinkle into the mix of it. This next chapter, okay. and so this is like I, I made my bet here. I got to chapter ten. I think I was a little under leveled. It's a very difficult chapter. Okay. Like, Definitely the hardest fight I've had in Fire Emblem to date. Um, and I'm like, okay, I'm going to go grind. But I don't feel like going through like the grind of the grind. So let me drop the difficulty to normal and I'll jump back up to hard when 
comes around. Turns out you can't do yeah. that. <laughs> Once you drop it down, they're like, you can't go back up. Sorry. <laughs> you can't. You're, uh, you're in easy land now, you big baby. I am in easy land now. Um, I was... I, oh, so I so it didn't warn you whenever you dropped no, it. it. You no, just dropped it, it and then it's like yeah. too bad. <laughs> yeah, had I known that, I would have just like, okay, I'll stick You've it out. the border. There's no coming back. Yeah, I was like, I just want to go grind and then come back. And the game's like, no, no, no. You can't go do skirmishes and training on normal <laughs> and then come back to hard. It's not how the world works. Um, but... Yeah, when I first started the game, I feel like the game didn't really tell me when the permadeath kicked in. Um, like mo- like all Fire Emblem games, you no, well, not all, but you can play on classic or casual in this game. Yeah. Casual when you're uh, when you're a unit dies, they're permanently dead. They're well on casual when they die, they come back after the fight. On classic, if they die in the fight, they are gone, gone. Apparently, that starts right out the gate, but with the dialogue early on in the game because so many characters are so crucial to the plot right the plot um they're like oh i've been wounded i'm going to uh, retreat back um i can't die here and i'm like okay well i guess permadeath hasn't kicked in turns out it has kicked in because yeah. i got to like chapter five and i'm like i'm missing like units like this is really really hard what, what's, the, what's the issue right now? And it kind of clicked. So I started over and redid the first five chapters. And I made it to 10, did normal. And I'm like, I, I can't redo all of that. Um, yeah. the, I've made my bed. I have to now lie in it. Um, and I will say the transition from going from hard to normal is ridiculous. I am like hot knife through butter. Like <laughs> my army are butchers. Like you, it is just like a lightsaber to paper. Just mowing it. I have, I don't know if I've ever played a game with such a dichotomy and difficulty of like normal, like you are a God compared to every, every character is a God compared to the enemies you go against. Okay. Um, I, I did have one character like fall. This is the only time I've had to like, re, like rewind time in it uh, since I've changed over and they like fell. I'm like, what, what happened? Like, and I had just forgotten about them. I'd kept just like ending my turn. Cause I'm like, where are yep. they at? Like, uh, no, no. Cause I just <laughs> skipped the enemy's turn so often. Just like, no, let me just get back. Like I know no one. And I was like, Oh no, I've died. I'm like, what? When did this happen? Yeah. Um, yeah. but I looked it up. There's 26 chapters. So I'm like officially halfway through. Um, and I'm very excited to continue to like continue playing the game. Again, the story, there's nothing there. It is. We must collect all the rings and defeat the evil dragon. Boom. Story. Yep. yep. Um, there's been a couple of other little like reveals where I'm just like, yeah, I saw that. Anyway, knew that was going to happen. Um, but Fire Emblem Engage is a blast to play, regardless of all is of it, its... Is it engaging, would you it say? It's extremely engaging, Chris. I love it. Uh, yeah. Um, I imagine I'm going to, you know, push to finish Kiwami here over the next couple of days, but I imagine I'll also finish Engage here, like, pretty soon, like, really digging it. Um, 
and makes me, like I said, want to go back, play Three Houses, but it also makes me want to play, go find like some of the older Fire Emblem games. I'm like, okay, this is what like I would traditionally get into, like, and I would be very into that. Um, so I want to start looking for some older games and dive into those as well. Okay. Look at you. Yeah. Um, plus it gives you a little bit of, um, gives you a little appreciation since you're seeing some of the emblems for, mm-hmm. um, to be like, okay. like, I mean, admittedly they're, there are a fair number of emblems that I have no clue even where they came from, whether or not I've played their game. Like, I don't, I don't know well, where Sigurd comes from. Well, <laughs> I was knows? looking into it, and, and so there's 12 main emblem rings in the game. Right. Um, and you can create other rings that are essentially characters from those emblems games that you can attach right. to other characters. Um, but I was looking at it and I saw a stat. It was like half of the emblem rings, their titles never released in the US. And I'm like, oh, really? I'm okay. like, oh, well, that checks out then. Interesting. Yeah. <laughs> They're like, you won't recognize like half of them. Okay. Um, because they, those games never came out here. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. So far, I mean, Celica was from Shadows of Valentia. So yep. she's the only one that I like really, really recognize. I mean, well, Mark is iconic, right? I mean, because um, there there are a few from like your Smash Brothers, you yeah. know, Fire Emblem characters, but um, and I think Byleth is in there at some point later. Um, I've come. I don't have Byleth yet, but I've seen him. Yeah, without um, revealing much there. Yeah. Um. So. So yeah. I mean, there. There. There's a. It it definitely hits that greatest hits kind of stride. But. Yeah, it's it's a celebration of the series so far. Yeah. It's here's all your favorites. They all have voice lines. They all have are integral to the story. Um, yeah. and like you want to use them. Like it is. Yeah. It's not only cool to see them. It's like oh no, like I need you. Yeah, um, I need you in my life. I, I will. The I think. Don't want to duck on it. I love it. I want, I want everyone to know I love it. But the divine one, like dialogue to you, I yeah. find just so cringing. It's everyone's yeah. like, you're the divine dragon. Oh my God. And they like just like just poop their pants right there. Um, yeah. It is just so uncomfortable. And your guys, like, I have amnesia. None of this means anything to me. And they're basically, and you're basically their Jesus. And it is just extremely like cringing and also just bad half the time where it's just like, Hey, I'm the divine dragon. They're like, Oh, 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 um, I am severely underdressed to meet my hero. And like, it's just awful. I I skip a lot of scenes because I'm just like, I'm not getting anything out of this. I'm just going to move on to combat. That's okay. Yeah. I mean, it is disappointing that like they're like, it would be nice to see somebody like not super impressed. I was like, eh. that'd be <laughs> okay. I, I just need, I, I need someone <laughs> to just like, Oh, you're the Oh, what up? Daps him up. Yep. Fist bumps. Like, yep. Anyway, like, what are you doing? Like, I thought, aren't you supposed to be asleep? 
while you've been sleeping, here's uh, (laughs) here's what's been going on. Yeah, there's there isn't a ton of that. Maybe there will be, um, but there hasn't been yet. Across it, yeah. Yeah, just um, all absolute like on their knees for him. Yeah, yeah. I don't know, but you know, game's good. I'm game is good. It. It's great. Yeah, loving it. It's great. I give um, it a strong eight. Yeah. What do you What are you gonna What do you think you're gonna play after you finish Kiwami and Engage? Persona Four Golden. Look Locked at and you. Loaded. Locked and loaded. Look at you, champion. It's, do you think that you will finish that? Before Octopath, Yakuza Ishin. Zero, zero chance. No, yeah. ain't no way. <laughs> well, <laughs> yeah, I agree. No way. <laughs> no, no, no chance. Um, not with just, like, if I was in high school or college, absolutely. Yeah. But I'm an adult. Yeah. And you're a working man. I'm a working man. Um, yeah, no. It, I accepted the fact that I'm like, okay. Going into Golden, it will be a game that I probably, I will have to play in chunks. Similar, because, I mean, to my understanding, feel free to correct me, like how Persona 5 is like, okay, here's each palace, each dungeon. It's kind of broken up in its own little story that does connect throughout. Like, it's good bite-sized pieces. It might be a thing where I knock out the first two dungeons in Golden, and then Octopath comes and I'm like, okay, well, I know where I'm at here. I can set it aside for a little bit, maybe pick it back up in like a week, maybe two weeks. And then it, it will be a project and a project I'm excited to take on. Yeah. And it, it is because, I mean, it's, it's the same kind of structure where it, it is you're doing a quote unquote, I mean, for like, I mean, it's not called a palace, but you're doing a like dungeon that's centered around a person and you're following their like whole sub story and then going into like the next one. And there's always like, you know, yeah, it it is a thing where you can probably take on one, set it down for like a week or two and then come back and like not really feel like you've lost a ton of that momentum. Um, So, yeah. Yeah. It would be good uh, for that. Yeah. So I'm excited for that. It is absolutely what's next. Um, and it's going to be good. It's Look next at for you. you. Well, you still got a ways to go. In, you're not that far behind me in Engage, but. Yeah, I still got a ways to go, though. Um, I'll probably be um, started a new job. So got that going on. Yeah, that's that's part of why I'm not really all that far, because it's just, you know, a lot of stuff dull things um but yeah i'll probably still be on that for a little while yeah hi-fi rush i want to like play play through i don't really know how long it is but um play that and then who knows the world is an oyster from what i hear um yeah i don't know i have a i have a document a list you might say of stuff that I could play and there's a lot of stuff on there that's like pretty small yeah. that like would probably be worth stuff like uh Dishonored uh, Death of the Outsider. It's like eight hours. Yeah. yeah. I have like Cadence of Hyrule I could play, which is like yeah, pretty short. Um oh yeah, that new uh seasons whatever. That looks really game. good. I want to play that. That comes now. out Ooh. I think this week. Yeah. Too, so. That looks 
Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I you have all know. of Game Pass at your fingertips. I know. Yeah, there's there's a lot of stuff on Game Pass too that's um because I downloaded like Sunset Overdrive is on there. I'd like to <laughs> like to play that. Um number of other indies that I was just kind of I was like, well, I I kind of would have liked to play this anyway, but now I can just download it for effectively free. Yeah. Um so that's kind of nice. You could always um, jump on Kwame too. Yeah, can always um I would like to like to hop in on Kiwami too, um, as well. So, you know, I am pumped for like April 2024 when it's like here's our four hour Yakuza bonus series Super. where we <laughs> where we go into Yakuza's one through six, like a dragon, and like a dragon two. This is our 18 part podcast series about Yakuza. We'll be. This, this Unpacking. It, it will it's start, our Ken Burns we'll, stage. We'll start, a, we'll start a second podcast. There's Arcade Cozy and then there's Arcade Yakuza. Um, yeah. And that's where you'll find everything. I'm pumped for that yeah. day. We'll call it, I don't know what we'll call it. Nani? Or? Um, like, like a cozy arcade? Or like an arcade <laughs> cozy? Just, just leave the names to me, Corey. This okay, is yeah, terrible. I can't, I can't listen we'll, to this. We can workshop it. Yeah, we'll workshop it. Um, but until then, Corey, where can people find you on the internet? Because this has been an episode, I think. Oh yeah, this I think has we're been, done. I, it's been a great episode. <laughs> I mean, we, I think we just talked straight, like fired them for a good forty minutes there. Yeah. Um, where was I? Where were we at? Oh, we, find me. <laughs> find me. <laughs> uh, you can find me over the internet at Instagram at hash slinging thrasher or Twitter at stay thrash. You would always follow our Twitter account, uh, arcade underscore cozy. Um, I will be probably tweeting about being the divine dragon um, yeah, boy. in the near future. Uh, I think I'm going to start like posting like my because I always take a photo. When I beat a game of like, you know, when it's like the end or thin or whatever it is, I have a photo of every game that were like the last scene, quote unquote, of it. I think I might start posting okay. those. Um, if you want to send them to me, that way I can also uh, post yours because it's, uh, I don't know, I just find extreme bliss from doing it. Yeah, that's kind of cool. Anyway. Look at you. Um, where can I find um, you, Chris? You can find me at Four Point Pixel on Instagram. Um, notoriously, I have been quite absent from again because of my life, life. being the way that it is. Um, it's busy, and that's just happens sometimes. But um, yeah, go peruse that um, Swiss Von Joe on Twitter. You can find me there. Um, don't tweet much. I would like to tweet more, um, but Twitter state of Twitter is. Who knows what it's going to be. Yeah, I just um, updated mine, and I hadn't updated it in like two months, and I hate it. It's awful. <laughs> just like, how do I, I, how do I, how do I go back? <laughs> um, and then uh, Arcade Cozy on Instagram. Um, ArcadeCozy at gmail.com. You can send uh, emails, uh, comments, questions, concerns. Um, and uh, yeah, intro, outro music. Johnny Be Good, 89. Follow him on Instagram. Um, he does stuff. Um, he also has a white Game Boy color that he, yeah, he shows. Does. It's sometimes. sick. Um, that's pretty cool. Um, yeah, 
Corey, uh, next week, who knows what we're talking about? Probably, Not probably me. Yakuza Kwame is going to be my guess. Yeah. yeah, we could. We might talk about Yakuza Kwame. Maybe by then I'll have started Yakuza Kwame too. Who knows? Who knows? I might be on Persona yeah. 4 Golden by then. Yeah, who even knows? I could be playing Halo 2. Hi-Fi Rush. Hi-Fi Rush. The world is my oyster. Come back next week um, to find out, though. Yeah. Uh, this has been Arcade Cozy. Life is hectic. Why should your hobbies be two? two. Yeah. yeah. Woo. Mm, everybody have a good week. Love you guys. Take it easy. Yo. Yeah.